Hi, this is Connor Hibbert, WICB's Jazz and Specialty Music Director. You're tuned in to Out to Lunch, where we'll dive into two prominent albums from all your favorite genres. On this edition of Out to Lunch, I'll take a look at two quintessential albums of the jazz fusion era, Mahavishnu Orchestra's Birds of Fire and Heavy Weather by Weather Report. These two albums look to take the jazz genre to new heights, infusing electric stylings typical of the fusion sound with their own personal touches to make their music stand out amongst a crowd of other talented artists of the day. While neither pioneered the genre, both Mahavishnu and Weather Report left an indelible mark on a jazz age fondly remembered for its experimentation and evolution of the brand. By the 1970s, with disco and rock ruling the musical world, jazz had become largely passé. In fact, Downbeat magazine went so far as to run the headline, Jazz as we know it is dead after the death of John Coltrane. The medium, however, would not die so easily, as artists looked to prove that jazz was alive, well, and evolving. Mahavishnu Orchestra's Birds of Fire, released a year after their revolutionary first album, The Inner Mounting Flame, exemplified that evolution, blending together jazz, psychedelic rock, and their typical infusion of Indian classical music to create genuine jazz rock masterpieces, the likes of which the musical world had yet to see. Opening with a trilogy of gongs, the eponymous opener, Birds of Fire, lets listeners know that John McLaughlin's compositions will be far removed from other fusion artists and from the jazz world as a whole. This first cut off the album gives listeners indications of the rock influence in line with the fusion genre, the blazing guitar and heavy percussion being the backbone of the track. Unique aspects, like Jerry Goodman's fantastic violin, however, glue the song together and make this one of the finest tracks on Birds of Fire, as well as one of the most defining songs of the jazz fusion era. While Mahavishnu's album is anything but traditional, one track stands out as an exceptional oddity, Sapphire Bullets of Pure Love. Almost hidden amongst the other tracks off Birds of Fire, Sapphire Bullets clocks in at just 21 seconds. McLaughlin and company make the most of their time, however, packing electric brilliance in with a Moog synthesizer, as well as memorable guitar and violin features. More than any other song on the album, Sapphire Bullets feels transcendent, utterly cosmic, an audible representation of the musical stratosphere that the band takes its listeners to with this release. An unconventional song for an unconventional album, Sapphire Bullets may be short, but its densely packed contents make it one of the album's most surprisingly enjoyable listens. Standing in stark contrast to the short and sweet Sapphire Bullets, one word runs just under 10 minutes, making it the longest cut off the album. Still, it is not afraid to move at breakneck speed, as Mahavishnu pushes the tempo to its limits, seemingly testing how fast the players can play and if the listeners can keep up. Once the song cools down from its initial hot start, it proves a showcase of each member of the orchestra, with all five members getting a chance to shine. John McLaughlin especially proves fully in control of his guitar, his mastery of the craft on display in this self-indulgent track, which manages to enthrall and constantly surprise, despite its lengthy runtime. No two tracks on this release are the same, but Open Country Joy, or at least its first minute, feels foreign to what the rest of the album strives for. Opening slowly and melodically, the violin once again getting a starting roll, the track seems to be heading in a tranquil direction, that is, before a 10-second pause, which is quickly followed by an out-of-nowhere guitar riff, and the song is truly off to the races. Managing to successfully shift tones and subvert listener expectations while remaining true to their musical style, 
Open Country Joy is a testament to the experimentation found throughout this raucously ethereal album. Unafraid to try new things to evolve the overwhelming jazz idiom, Mahavishnu Orchestra's Birds of Fire is a triumph of funky fusion rhythms and one of the most important fusion albums of its time. Four years after the 1973 release of Birds of Fire, another fusion quintet, Weather Report, made waves with their album Heavy Weather, which proved to be the band's most commercially successful record. Released at a time when the jazz-rock hybrid was beginning to run out of steam, Weather Report proved that there was still plenty of room for creativity and experimentation in the genre. With compositional contributions from every member of the group, Heavy Weather injected much-needed new life into the fusion sound. Named after the legendary Manhattan Jazz Club, Birdland, which opens the album, proved to be Weather Report's most famous track, as it was an unexpected commercial success, unlikely for an instrumental jazz tune. Nonetheless, Birdland is the most recognizable and accessible cut off the record, opening with an enthralling synthesizer melody and soon delving into an infectious swing, highlighted by Wayne Shorter's masterful playing of his saxophone. Composed by Joe Zawinul, who frequented the titular club in its heyday, Birdland is a toe-tapping good time that, while not the most ambitious track of the fusion era, is still indicative of the broad reach the genre had and the many avenues it took in the name of experimentation and musical excellence. Another funk-inspired tune that's easy to connect with, Teen Town is a track some may consider more traditional than many of the other defining songs of the fusion era, but its smooth stylings are effective nonetheless. Alex Acuna's drums and Jaco Pastorius's bass are the backbone of the track, and both artists demonstrate a cool, suave command of their instruments, Pastorius especially. These two turn what could have been a pedestrian tune into an instant mood changer, and All of Weather Report wears their charm on their sleeves, making a cool instrumental concoction that proves to be one of the most delightful tracks off the album. The penultimate track on the record, The Juggler, may be the most indicative of the fusion genre making full use of synthesizers and electric instruments to create a unique sound that still fits the overall tone of the album. This Zawinul composition is cool and collected, but in a different way than Teen Town. Where Teen Town was upbeat and frenetic, the juggler feels more relaxed and exudes an aura of complete confidence from the players, all of whom perform masterfully on this track, lulling the listener into a sense of security before twisting the sound ever so slightly. The juggler simply feels different than the rest of the songs on Heavy Weather, in fact, no song on the record feels quite like any other, one of the most defining traits of an important album. Heavy Weather sets out to show that fusion is still alive and well, and the confidence on display by the eccentric quintet certainly accomplished their goal. Hey, it's Connor Hibbard, WICB's Jazz and Specialty Music Director. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Out to Lunch. If you have any recommendations for what albums I should look into next, shoot me an email at jazz at wicb.org. I'd love to hear from you.